Hello, lovely people. Welcome to episode three of Generational Talents. I am one of your three co-hosts, Alexandra Hill, and I'm joined by the lovely and beautiful and esteemed other co-hosts. Fill in the blank. Hello, everybody. It's your boy. <laughs> it's Nick, the, the worst third of us. Oh stop. oh, stop it. And I'm Matt. How's it going, everybody? I, I usually claim the, the worst third of all of us. Well, I so. got it this week. All right. Y'all, I cannot help. I cannot handle this self-deprecation right now. Okay. I need some positivity in my life. You guys are okay. beautiful, capable people. <laughs> and for the olds, you can look up the Stuart, uh, Stuart Smalley SNL sketch. Al Franken. There you go. Too many questions. Too many. Yep. Thanks, Dad. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome, kids. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, my gosh. All right. We're episode three. This is episode three. This is episode kind of weird. Three. We did wow. it. Wow. Oh, we're going to. This is go it. Right we're in. done. Thanks for listening. We're done. I know. We're thanks. Done. Have a great night, everybody. <laughs> and we'll be here all night. Great. <laughs> well, you know, we're going to go into our take me to school little portion of the evening. And uh, I had two topics. It was dependent upon whether I was cranky or not, and I'm like soothed with my tea and my snacks, so I will go on my non-cranky topic. And we are going to talk about Schitt's Creek, one of my favorite uh, shows ever created. Yes. I aspire to have the confidence of Moira Rose. Honestly, honestly, I just, I just want to be Moira. For all of you that don't know what Schitt's Creek is, it's about this family. That's to declare bankruptcy because of an embezzlement issue. And they are forced to live at a place called Schitt's Creek because the father <laughs> bought this place as a joke. And it's called Schitt's Creek. And they're the forced to live town. there. The entire town is called Schitt's Creek. And there's a mayor named Roland. Like, just classic podunk hillbilly what I grew up in. Like, I love this. Uh, it's so good. And you get to see these very hoity-toity rich people kind of figure out the world of blue-collar workers, small-town, rural, just trashy some people. It's honestly so good. Matt and I bonded over this. I love Shit's Creek. Love it. It is a fantastic show that I think Nick is going to start watching when he's done with The Office, when he if has he time, when he has, when he has time. It's just, it's such a good show. I mean, the first few episodes, you're just kind of like, I can't believe these people exist. And you almost root against them easily in the beginning mm -hmm. where they're just horrible caricatures of, of rich, snobby people and stick with it. And you're going to fall in love so with the characters. Cool. I mean, I think I, I think last week or so when I was finishing season four, there was a good solid run of three or four episodes in a row that just just boohoo city. Oh, I mean, yeah, just, I it's stopped. so touching. It's just so I touching. Stopped. Spoiler alert. If you don't watch Shit's Creek, fast forward like 30 seconds, my friend. Well, I can't fast forward. Oh, well, no. Plug your ears. Plug your ears. Here we are. Plug yeah, just ears. hit the skip. Hit the skip button on. Hit the skip right the... now. Oh, my God. Can we talk about the singing when Patrick sings? That's the I one. Have never cried so hard in an episode in my oh, life. That's the one. I mean, that's the one you where just, I think, yeah. You're simply the very best. I'm like sobbing and singing. It's so bad. Evan mm -hmm. walks in and he goes, Are you, "What's going on?" I have like a glass of wine and I'm like, "Oh my god, Patrick is singing." I think it was that's so, the it was episode. So 
That is the episode where I got uh, my wife, Victoria, to watch. Because she wasn't watching it before. I was watching so it, like, good. if I was in the kitchen, if I was doing stuff. Me too! And then she would be like, are you watching Shit's Creek again? And I was like, you have to watch this. You have to watch this. She came in and she was so like, good. who's that? Who's that? And I was like, honey, you just got to watch it. And so now so she's good. up to, like, season three. She's almost caught up. So It's so good. It's, it's just it's a good. classic. It's great writing. It's very snappy. It's quick. But it's not, like, the cheesy comedy mm -hmm. that I feel like is so common in like current comedies that I just can't handle. Like there is actual characters and depth and like, it's not just, oh my gosh, they're up to their antics again. It's, oh my gosh, they're up to their antics again, but there's going to be something different this time. And I just, I love it. Yep. And if you are like for anyone listening who might be a Eugene Levy fan, this is probably, oh, yes. I mean, this is a role for him that is super opposite of his usual character. Yeah. He's usually the weird, odd, goofball, kind of out of left field guy. He is 100% the straight person character that everyone else plays off of. He it's is, so it's just, it's a perfect ensemble cast. It really is. And Catherine O'Hara and oh, Daniel, yes. Daniel Levy. And I did not know this, but for those of you who watch it, Twyla, the waitress, mm -hmm. is, is Daniel's sister in real yeah. life. I had no clue she was another member of the Levy family. Talent for days. It's generational. So generational, oh. literal oh. generational talent. Oh, oh. you Literal generational talent. Okay, good night, Ooh. folks. That's good it. Night, Thank you. Episode three. Yes. <laughs> Two. Two in a row. Two in a row. Oh, we are Whew. Wow, I can't. I don't even know how to do that. Yikes. Like, I think I might oh. be done. I mean, honestly, at this point. At this point. What's the point? What's the point? Just, just I mean, like Moira, like Moira Rose, <laughs> like Moira Rose says, when one of us shines, all of us shines, Jocelyn. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's such a good, good, solid impression of her. Mm, love that for you. Yep. Uh, yeah, David. Alexis, gotta love it. It's Alexis. I know, but David is my favorite. David, yeah, I love David. He's so. He's good. just. He's my favorite. Honestly, yes, one of the best. TV shows of all time and it looks like from our notes Matt you're talking about a good movie I am gonna talk about a movie um if you're ready I'm ready I'm Nick, are very you ready? excited for this topic yeah. so the only thing I'll add on the Shits Creek discussion is yeah. I actually did start watching it oh you did <gasps> yes oh. I did bitch and you did not finish no well okay uh, the sleepy that's time. Fair, that's fair. When the that's sleepy fair. time hits. <laughs> that's fair. When the sleepy time tea hits. <laughs> that's, that's, that's fair. No, it was one of those shows that I kind of started and then life sort of happened. So I kind of just dropped everything that I was watching at the time. But it's definitely something that I want to come back to so badly. Imagine I'm the I'm the priestess, whatever whatever from Game of Thrones. Shame. Yes, yes. Shame. Shame, shame please. Yes, I all the shame. No, but like like Matt said, I agree. Like for the first few episodes, like you you don't want to root for these people, mm -hmm. but even in through the first few episodes, there there's still something weirdly endearing about them, mm -hmm. and I feel like that's only going to build going forward. So I'm excited to get back to that one. Oh, Strong dude, agree, yeah. dude. It builds beyond. Um... <laughs> Sorry, that's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Alex, for for listeners who don't get to see what we see, Alex held up uh, legitimately the best Halloween candy of all time. But we'll Reese's save that for peanut butter. Reese's uh, peanut butter cups. We'll save that for a couple episodes. Um. <laughs> you just reminded me of something. 
Yeah, no, we're saving that for a couple episodes. I'm not going to get destroyed by Hall of Famer Walt Jones on uh, on tonight's episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, and speaking of Hall of Famers who have lots of money and can probably buy things that they want anytime they want, the movie I am reviewing this week has ties to a lot of different appeals. It is an 80s classic. I'm calling it a classic, but upon it's a, a total classic. Upon a recent rewatch, it may not hold up as well as I envisioned in my thirty <laughs> in my thirty year memory. I mean, no '80s films do. No, Y'all remember don't. when What's His Face stuck his head in between Claire's skirt in Breakfast Club, right? Like, oh, right, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not a good look for some of the uh, like sixteen candles. Some drunk girl went home with what's it like? Yeah. It was just right, right. Just, so. Mm. So, so my my teenage memories of this movie, um, which by the way is is 1987's Can't Buy Me Love. Yes, starring, yes, yes, yes. Starring McDreamy, Patrick Dempsey, which is one of the reasons why I chose it because it's got a good Seattle connection for you right there, and another connection, which is it's set in Arizona, where Miss Alexandra Hill currently resides. So. Yes. For for any of you unfamiliar with this movie, and Nick, I am yes. certain you have never seen this movie. I just looked up the plot of this, and it yes. is the most eighties plot <laughs> that I Wait, can imagine. Wait, can I please? Can I please read this plot? Yeah, I just absolutely. looked it up to check the cast. I wanted to read it, but ready? go ahead. Are we ready? Yeah, let's Are let's hear ready? the plot synopsis from you from the internet. Nerdy high schooler Ronald Miller, played by Patrick Dempsey, rescues cheerleader Cindy Mancini, Amanda Peterson, from parental punishment after she accidentally destroys her mother's designer clothes. Ronald mm. agrees to pay for the $1,000 outfit on one condition, that she will act as though they're a couple for an entire month. As mm -hmm. the days pass, however, Cindy grows fond of Ronald making him popular. <laughs> but when Ronald's former best friend gets left behind, he realizes that social success isn't everything yep it such is such a good 80s it oh. is such it is a classic i remember i grew up in a town with one movie theater and that movie was in the in the cinema for like two weekends usually depending on how good it was it would maybe get a third weekend i watched this movie in the movie theater as a teenager so i have very weird memories because i remember relating to it and thinking, you know, as the nerd, what would I do if I had a thousand dollars? Ooh, if I had the, you know, hot cheerleader to pretend she was my girlfriend. And so that's the that's the lens, right? That's the that's my remembrance of this movie. Oh and, yeah. And it's so it's so corny, but it's so powerful for a teenager. I mean, this it's, kid, he was a. Is it in the plot synopsis that he's a lawn boy? What's a lawn no, boy? No, it's not. Right. It's okay. Not. So Patrick. Wait. Dempsey let me guess. Plays... Let me guess what a lawn boy yeah. is. Yeah. 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 I'm really hoping that he comes up with something just so ridiculous. <laughs> I know. It's just super out of left field. A lawn boy is like, I don't know, like, you know. Five, four, three, two, one. Choose. Uh, you know how you sometimes put garden gnomes to decorate your lawn? A lawn, <laughs> boy is like a, a lawn boy is like you pay a kid and he just stands <laughs> out in front of your lawn. Mm, that's that is a job that Nikolai. I, no, that is so twisted. I well, hope you, that job doesn't exist. Um, that's disgust, sir. Well, sir, yes, sir. 
he 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 was a lawn boy. He raised money for himself by mowing people's lawns. I see. And, that would have yeah. been the. See, I, I mean, that's that. Yeah. That, <laughs> that would have been too the obvious. Option. Like, too it's obvious. Such so he, a good movie. It's a good movie. He's trying such to save money movie. for a telescope because that's how much of a nerd he is. Oh, so he's he a has, nerd. Oh, he's a big nerd. He's okay. a nerd. He, he rides his bike with his buddy to go watch the cheerleaders through the chain link fence because he's Ooh. literally on the outside. He wants uh, this telescope. That's creepy. That's AF, really creepy. Though. I told you it didn't hold up. I told I you it also, didn't hold up. Also, if any of you own a telescope, you're fine. We like you. You're a cool nerd. It's fine. Oh. I want a telescope. Is there a telescope in my garage currently? Yes. So nerd. moving along. <laughs> moving, moving along. So he saves money for the telescope, and then he, the aforementioned suede outfit spill. He rescues her. They make the agreement. It all seems to go well, but classic 80s plot twist. He actually starts feeling like he's too good for his buddies, his friends, and even her, because he starts liking a different girl. Wait, what? And yeah, because he gets popular enough that other people actually become all, all attracted to him. I mean, it's Patrick Dempsey. It's that thing where they make the ugly person hot, but you have yeah, to start out with the a... hot person. Yeah. First. He's kind of gangly looking in this. I will say he looks oh, a super. little all yeah. dorky. Yeah, but I'm not going to spoil the end. But there's Please, good, no, I'm watching know. it tonight. I'm watching it tonight. Okay. And I, will I be mean, it. I don't know where you're going to oh find it to watch it. That's it's on Netflix. Quality. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. I'm sorry. On, when did it go on Netflix? I just tried like to watch it a year ago. Time. Like a year ago. I am an utter fool. I just well, tried at least to watch it was on a year ago. Because okay. I've watched it a few times. I it's one of my favorites. It's on YouTube. That's how I'm watching it. That's how I watched it this weekend. I, I fast forwarded and rewound and watched certain parts of it to kind of refresh my memory. It was pretty low grade uh, quality, but it's I'm, but it's good. It's funny. I'm excited. Enjoy. I can't wait to watch this, and I will it's, be tweeting my comments and writing a think piece on it. I love it. I love it. And you, if you're another '80s movie fan out there, or for Alex or Nick, if you've watched uh, um, the Vacation movies. No. The original vacation movies. Are you talking I about like the Chevy Chase original oh, vacation yeah, yeah. I was and like, Europe, European vacation? Mean, like not, family Griswold and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. I think the guy that plays his buddy in Can't Buy Me Love, I think, is one of the original Rusty. Oh, you know uh, what? I want to say yes. Actors, but there's right. a you know random trivia for you. So, Nick, I don't, I don't have any clue how to segue into your topic oh, from no. this. It's, it's going to yeah, just be Yeah, yo, we're going from like happy ass, go lucky, abrupt. and then yeah. Nick up here is like, I'm going to make things depressing. Look, <laughs> how about, how about you don't, if we just talked about vacation, a place you're never going to go on vacation would be China. Yeah. Oh my hey, God, it's so dark. It. <laughs> it's, it's so not dark. Good. Okay. Not good. so bad. Guys, just again, sorry. Go mm -hmm. back. Rewind back and then fast forward back. Yeah. Fast forward a few minutes if you are uh, not interested in geopolitical things. I mean, TVH you should be like uh, vote. Yeah. Also, please register. Y'all should be registered. Vote. Please vote. Register to vote. I don't vote. care what you believe. It's still nope. good to vote. Vote, vote. And, and just take a just understand that Nick knows a lot about this because he's reading about it. And anything that I say, um, is probably misinformed and uneducated, so I'm gonna not say a ton. So, there you go. So China, <laughs> and, and, and not to sound like a stand-up comedian here, 
Right. What's the deal with China? What's the deal with China? No, uh, it's just been another tumultuous week since we last recorded. Of it's a dumpster fire. It just Good somehow gets it. worse and, and worse with the uh, some fans being uh, kicked out of the game for holding up a certain signage, certain, certain signs to Steve Kerr pulling a big, basically like just the weirdest answer when asked about Chinese relations and tying it like, and saying, well, what about the United States? Well, we're not asking you about the United States, Steve, we're asking you about China. And then it was a dumpster fire with all that. And then the cherry on top so far that was yesterday (laughs) with LeBron James deciding to comment on the situation in which he said, that Maury's was was not thinking, that he's not educated on the issue, and then following that up with a very, just very tone-deaf tone deaf comments on just the entire situation. It's just not good. It's corporations. That's it. One, it's, 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 it's people a part of corporations sticking their noses in things that they are uneducated about or being fed lines about and it's just we are making this about something that it's not like that's the thing now it's distracting that all these nba players are making comments when we're not talking about the travesty because this corporation wants to continue making their moolah in this country like it's just right and it's a i think it's a symptom of and athletes should make all the money they can make because their careers are finite and i think that's totally fine yeah. But I think I think LeBron wouldn't feel like he was in a position to comment if he didn't have business connections somewhere. Because as an athlete, if you're not, your your comments don't have any impact on. I mean, honestly, politics, it would have been if he so. just said no comment, just no comment. Yep. yep. Because... Or just admit it and just say I don't know enough to feel like I can say things. Yeah. Um, the the GM of the Rockets made some comments, and I don't and know I, enough I to don't say know any anything. Yep. The end. Like, and that's the thing. Like, there are always going to people be people that are not informed on politics or the goings on in other countries or our own country, and that is yep. unfortunate. But honestly, just plead the fit. Don't say anything. Yeah. Just admit I don't it. know. No okay comment. Sorry, know. I'm not. No, it's fine. Yep. Yeah, and, and like you guys said right now, like now with like the whole just NBA situation, the dialogue no longer is about the issues happening with Hong Kong and their fight nope. for democracy. It now becomes this, these the, the side discussions about well, what should they say? And also the discussion with LeBron took a really quick and very ugly and very predictable turn in which it went from, you know, rightly criticizing his tone deaf comments to making these really weird dog whistly comments on his education yeah and things like that and then like it quickly devolved into that kind of stuff and it just gets away from the main issues which is hong kong independence and you know trying to hold china accountable for their internment of native muslims Mm -hmm. which are obviously in my opinion the two biggest issues that are going on in the situation right now yeah yep and it's just one of those issues where you know you know we're just up a podcast and you know but i as always my same messages last week is be informed stay informed 
uh, keep reading up on this. And, you know, if you want to, you know, just be informed. So you can, you have some opinions on it and just know what's going on with the rest of the Do world. your part as far as you can. Like, of course, there is very limited things we can do from here, but the best you can do is continue to bring light to a situation that, you know, is getting shoved under the rug. Like right. our, the best thing we can do as, you know, American citizens that have no skin in this fight is, is to be informed and continue spreading the voices of those that are living through this travesty, not creating our own voices, not creating our own opinions, but just bolstering and pushing the thoughts, feelings, and, and actions of the people that are going through this tragedy. Mm -hmm. yep. and, if you sometimes and that's the T. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> and if, uh, a great source of information, not just on this issue, but other, just other issues potentially going on. And even if you ever wanted to, this might be a little plug for something else, but not to end on a totally somber note. Um, there's a great podcast. I might have recommended it to Matt before. It's called The Dollop. D-O-L-L-O-P. You did recommend that to me. It is an American history podcast. They do, they have over, I think they just released their 400 episode. Uh, oh, wow. Talk about a bunch of different events in American history. Some, a lot of them are kind of pretty silly, kind of funny. Some of them are really much more serious. Uh, uh, but they are very well informed and they really give a clear picture of the United States. And you start realizing that, you know, everything is much more gray. Uh, yep. They recently oh. did an episode. Their 400th episode was part one on Ronald Reagan. Ooh. And I have my opinions <clears throat> okay. on Ronald Reagan. Yeah. He's bad. Uh, that's basically it. Um, <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll save my Ronald Reagan, uh, my bashing of Ronald Reagan for another episode. Oh, jeez. So, <laughs> one thing that's not bad, the Seahawks. Uh, are we sure? Uh, I don't are know. We're having one. Oh, my God. Y'all negative Nellies. All right. I'm going to side with William Cornell on this. Oh, all these yes. people that are freaking freaking out. And my husband yep. is included. I'm going to shout out or not shout out. I'm going to call out Evan Hill. I get that, you know, they might not be playing how we want them to play. There's issues with the coaches. There's issues with the teams team. But like, here's the deal. We're still five and one. Yep. Of course, we'd like to be six. Like, of course, we'd like to be six and oh. Sure. But you know what? I would take the wins. Of course, we shouldn't have let the Browns score. I that was scary. But <laughs> be happy that we're five and one. Honestly, y'all yeah. should be fearing when we play the 49ers. Oh, uh -huh. we'll oh we're for sure getting to that later. Because that's but the Browns. Yeah. Seahawks, Browns. You know, I, I, I'll. I'll be honest, I, I was didn't I watched none of the game live. All of my reactions were through Twitter. The first time I logged oh, on, right. we were we were down double digits. So <laughs> I just I just said the jokes start flying. I thought that okay, this is not gonna end well. But you know, uh, credit is due. Russell Wilson, he led that offense. But Brian Scheinheimer's called some great plays. Yeah. And you know, he was able to score. Uh, the defense, you know, got their turnovers going. You know, I still don't like Ken Norton, but, you know, you got to give credit where it's due. And it was just a very – it was a really good game. I think Russell Wilson is just the MVP candidate right now. Like, there's yeah. nobody else. There's nobody else. Patrick Mahomes, he hasn't been doing so hot. 
I mean, he's he's definitely in the conversation, but it's six games in. You have to say if, you know, I'm not a big fan of if the season ended today. But if it did, it's, yeah. it's Russ. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's Russell Wilson. Just all touch, 18 touchdowns, I think, zero interceptions. Yeah. That's just phenomenal. Yeah. And, and, you know, go ahead, Alex. Yeah. He, no, he's – and the thing is, like, on top of that, like, he has been, like, consistent this year. Like, yeah. Can we talk about how he's been actually consistent? Like, I feel like the past, I maybe like two seasons, we've been a little bit like, okay, right. okay. But this season, he's been like fairly consistent with every, I mean, like with everything. Yeah. I mean. Decision making. Time, yeah, he's timing yeah. his shit out. He's using that pocket. He's getting yep. out of it. He's making those quick throws when we need to. I mean, like, shout out yep. Lockett. And his connection has just been great this year. No, and your your wannabe husband and my lover. That's oh right. My God. That's right. I love it's, DK it's, it's crazy. I mean, other than I think other than late 2015, where where Russ had that like super historic eight. I think it was seven or eight game stretch where it was like 23, 24 touchdowns, two interceptions. I mean, that was probably his greatest stretch of games. Right. But this is easily his greatest stretch of games to start a season. Six yeah. in a row. I mean, it's. I think he's, you know, he set a, a record of being one of the either three or four quarterbacks to have six games in a row of over 100 quarterback rating. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's crazy. I mean, that's, we can't complain and yet we do. And that's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and I think uh, it's mainly a complaining about coaching, which... Mm-hmm. I think it's such a sensitive subject because yeah. so many people are like, love this, love that. And of course, right. Pete, Pete Carroll, be my grandpa. Like, I would love that. But I, I will agree with some people when it is the same play calls and we need to evolve as a team for sure. Yeah. Decision making, yeah. timeout usage, clock things. I think it was right before halftime where we were close again to misusing some clock. Yeah. And I don't know about anybody else that watches the game. Sometimes I talk out loud to the television and oh, sometimes Evan Evan screams. <laughs> sometimes I've had to tell him to stop. <laughs> well, and that's where I'm going is at one point my wife looks over and she goes, "You know he did win a Super Bowl." And I go, <laughs> "Yeah, I know." And she goes, "And you know you're just an English teacher." And I go, oh, 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 oh yeah. my God, Victoria's go, coming oh. at it. I was like, oh. yeah, I know. And she goes, so are we good? Yeah, we're good. Oh my God. So, girl, it's, it's, yes. He's right. Victoria, He's if you're listening right. to this, bro, you the best. She's, Victoria's the MVP. She's right. And she's a good balance because that's the balance that we all need as fans, which is this is probably – in the history of the Seahawks, this is the best seven to eight year stretch for the entire franchise. And maybe we should just appreciate that. I just can't handle all the negativity all the time. The world is negative as it is. Of course you can disagree and not like things and be frustrated with things. Like that makes total sense. But do we always have to shit on them when they win? Like really? Do you think Patriots fans do that? Like, no. Uh, I don't Uh, know. 
I hope I never find out because I don't want to ever be a Patriots fan. So honestly, if you become a Patriots fan, like I'm gonna tell Victoria to leave you, and I'll like <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. Only if you were a Steelers fan. Yeah, that's fair. That's never gonna happen. That is much worse. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I I do agree with a lot of the points you guys made. I they do obviously I haven't been watching football for that long, but like I've read the goal. <laughs> yeah, this is like the best stretch of Seahawks football you know historically speaking and to, to go to the, the criticisms like like i at least for me i know a lot of the criticism i tr- i probably make if, if you follow me a lot of it i i, I just playing I'm, it's tongue-in-cheek it's just tongue-in-cheek if you follow me <laughs> uh it's a lot of tongue-in-cheek i i do think they've improved a lot i i feel like there has been some improvement but obviously i feel like there is still some genuine criticism you can have with the team such as their management in crunch time is still very mind-boggling and it's like right like that like some of their like like their down in distance situations their timeout usages their challenges it's 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 things like that that like are the are the frustrating part right Um, and you know it's fair to have those criticisms but i also do think it's you know we're five and one that's a really good start you know i don't think many of us expected us expected us to be five and one no i i mean honestly if Mm -hmm. i if I took the time to think game by game all the way through and put a record out there, I think I would have been thrilled with four and two and probably realistic at three and three. So five and one is glorious. We'll take it. Seahawks are, uh, Seahawks are five and one. And who do we have? Are they coming into town? The Ravens are coming. The Ravens. Mm-hmm. Are we Are we ready to talk about that? Are we ready um, to? I mean, the, anyone have anything? Well, to I want to talk about. I want to talk about the Niners. We got to talk about previous week. Ah, y'all. Yes. I want to talk about the Niners. Like Niners and Rams. Yes, but yeah, I'm more specifically. I'm very interested about a Niner rivalry, like a driver late rival. Fuck! I can't talk. <laughs> The sleepy time. So three, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> ah, too many people and their tax questions are killing me today. The Niners, rivalry. Mm-hmm. Can't talk. Whatever. I'm actually kind of excited to see like an intense rivalry again. Like, of course, I don't want them to be good. Right. I still love Richard Sherman, and he's a total shit stirrer. But that's when he thrives, and we loved it when he was on the Seahawks. Absolutely. And did that. But I think it makes it a little bit more interesting to have like that like historic hatred-ish comeback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want them to win. I wish they were worse, but it makes it a little bit more interesting. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't it is gonna be good. And I don't know what to think about. Is this twenty twelve and twenty thirteen rivalry with the Niners, or is this twenty fourteen where they were not quite as good if it's 2012 2013 we need to be looking at being lucky if we split with them because they're you know they've played virtually the same exact teams that we've played um aside from the cardinals i don't think they played the cardinals uh and we have one more game than them and i think that's it otherwise i think we played the exact same teams maybe not the saints but over the i just saw this stat online today that of the teams that we have in common we are outscoring those opponents by three points. The Niners are outscoring them by 69 points. Nice. That is, that is not nice. nice. Even though I see, I see <laughs> that grin. That is, I mean, that does, that does not bode well for uh, a matchup with them. Oh, so. I mean, like, y'all can hate me. I'm going to get so many hatred tweets when I say this. 
I would not be surprised if the Seahawks lost. Not both. surprised oh. in the yeah. slightest. Like both times. Of, oh, yeah. Of course, I'll be very sad and disappointed. And we'll have to yeah. deal with a very cranky husband. But they're good. Like, I hope we don't lose. But I'm just saying I will not be shocked if that yeah. happens. I mean, I can't. I cannot talk about the Niners not being good when the same argument, you have to just make the same argument for the Seahawks because mm -hmm. of the overlap of opponents. So if there's any Seahawk homers out there saying the Niners aren't good, the Seahawks are good, that, that argument doesn't work. We basically played the same teams and they outperformed us. So yeah, it's going to be my thoughts on the Niners is like, they've it's somehow come together for them, which, you know, I, I don't think, get it. Yeah, I they've invested so much into the defensive line, so it's finally paying off, which is crazy, and it's kind of scary because you know uh, George Fant allowed, I think, the second most pressure this past week. Yeah, and now he's gonna get uh, bootstraps Bosa and DeForest Buckner, and but we've got three weeks. We might get Dwayne Brown yeah. back. Yeah, and we might get you know. Dwayne back. So. So, but I mean, they, just that the talent on defense has finally worked together. Has some pretty cool, good linebackers and Fred Warner and yep. Alexander and you know Sherman. Love Sherman. I think he's, you know, fantastic player and just like a, just absolute. He's chaos personified in my opinion. Yes, a hundred percent. Um, yep. and th that offense is just humming. Like Jimmy Garoppolo, game manager. He's only good because of Kyle Shanahan. Which is actually true. I mean, yeah. that, that little, you know, the jokes aside, it's, it's the scheme. It's the same thing as Goff and McVeigh. It's, it's the scheme. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's going to work. An interesting matchup. Um, the way I'm, I'm really scared at the very least of just how Shanahan schemes his, you know, the use of running backs and the use of like wide receivers and intricate schemes. And I'm afraid of how many times we'll see like, you know, some miscommunication on defense and we'll end up with, I don't know, like Dante Pettis being covered by Al Woods or, or something like that. Some Something ridiculous like that. Or, I mean, they did mm -hmm. drop Clowney into coverage. Like, oh I think I, I think it was seven times on oh Sunday, God. something like that. And he actually held up a couple of times, oh, which is good. scary. Um, I mean, the thing is, last year, they didn't even have Garoppolo. They benched, I'm talking about like against the, the Hawks. They benched, uh, what's his name, Bethard, and they put Nick Mullins, baby. Nick Mullins, and he carved, he carved us. It was like almost 400 yards, even though we won by like 20 points. He threw for almost 400 yards. Nick Mullins, the scheme works and it's dangerous. And the Rams, I think, I think the Rams are panicking, and I, I'm enjoying that because they're going to dedicate like well over half of their salary cap to like five or six guys next year and it's going to be the beginning of the end for them yay yeah, i comes. think it was the beginning of the end when they decided to re-sign jared goff then since we're here let's talk some rams they 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 made yeah. some moves as as of recording this oh, they, geez, they, they made yeah. three big three trades today three moves three uh which is very interesting it, it's i wonder what the planning behind that was but just to recap for any of those two didn't know that. Uh, they traded for Cleveland Brown offensive lineman Austin Corbett. Then they traded away Marcus Peters for linebacker Tavon Young. And then the big one, uh, they traded for Jalen Ramsey. So Ramsey is now a Ram. And they made two first-round picks and a fourth-round pick. Uh, any yeah. thoughts on the moves? On just any of them? I know we all are 
where everyone's talking about the Austin Corbett move. I know that's the big one. That yeah, that's the big one. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know. I just, I still think it's the money. I think, okay, it's, I look at it as, um, are you renting him? Because I don't know how he's not going to ask for around 20 million a year and try to get the, the set the market for a corner and he deserves it for what the market will pay. It's weird to use the word deserves, but he's, he's easily one of the top, if not the top corner and he's young. Someone's going to pay him 20, $22 million a year. And I don't know how the Rams yeah. do that. So go for it. Keep him, do it. Fantastic. Good luck. Yeah. I, it'll be, it's just a lot. I mean, I don't know. I was reading through the trades today and then before I, we started and it's just, yeah, their salary, their cap salary is interesting. I was reading about that and like what their future is going to be. And honestly, I don't have a lot to add because I'm a little bit behind, but it's okay. It's so I it's don't new. think I don't, yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's a, I don't think it's a bad move for the Rams, but when it comes to like team dynamics, Ramsey seems to have, created some conflict i'm 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 excited for when jared goff throws for less than 100 yards again and ramsey calls him a cracker <laughs> Nick. uh it's probably gonna happen it's i mean he's he's a little volatile but oh you know what i just realized what if the rams tank like it's probably not gonna happen but what if they lose two three four in a row and we know who the rams backup quarterback is Oh my God! It's Blake Bortles. I think it's Rams Blake. fans are already calling for Blake Bortles. Okay, I mean that how it's fantastic. Like Ramsey gets it's away like from, from the good place. Yeah, and he gets away from a semi-decent quarterback situation in Jacksonville and goes oh right back to Blake Bortles. Be I mean, honestly, that would be so iconic. I think we also need to recognize that this overreaction has something to do with one Russell Wilson, because they realize that they need now to game plan for him in this division. Yeah. Yeah. That we threw for quite a few yards against we. I didn't, I had nothing to do with it. Matt Russ, threw 3,000 <laughs> yeah. I, I threw Matt. a few beers down my gullet, but Russ threw, you know, he throws pretty well against the Rams the last three games. And their defense is not as good as, you know, the back end of their defense is not as good as it needs to be for them to get back to the Super Bowl where they can score three points again. So They did a bunch of reshuffling in one day. You keep Tlaib to IR, Marcus Peters to Baltimore, and now bringing in Ramsey. I don't even know who their other corners are. I mean, sure, you have uh, – will always be good, but I don't know. It's uh... – Gilmore? No. no he's in, he's I don't know. Yeah, we don't know the Rams corners. Yeah, We're just I don't know. Podcast. All I know Sorry, is the, when they fall down when Russ is throwing oh, passes yeah. and – Lockett's making a miss, yeah. And I guess just my closing comments on the whole Rams stuff is I, I, I get the move. Like, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Uh, sure. They're investing in it. Like, this is their window now. These next two years are their – like, they'll make – they'll work some magic, but they have to know these, it's next, these next two or three years are their years. And I don't know how confident I'd be as a Rams fan because two of those investments, one of them is Jared Goff, and the other one is Todd Gurley, who just doesn't – you know, it's a very shaky thing to put all your chips in. Yep. Yep. I mean, their their best investment is Aaron Donald. And in terms of impacting your, your win-loss record, it's not really there. 
you know, you need the skill players. So good luck. Yeah. Good, 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 good luck to the Rams. And, uh, uh, speaking of uh, white quarterbacks, I know, kind of stretching here. Uh, Kyle Allen with the Panthers. White quarterbacks. Uh, that is not where golden. I thought we were going. Golden. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, speaking of. <laughs> yeah, Kyle Allen. Wow. Uh, is, I, is he a tax attorney in your law firm? <laughs> Sorry. Really? Panther. I don't know. It just doesn't sound like an NFL player. Yeah, Pan- the Panthers' new quarterback since Cam Newton's been out. He's been doing fine. He's, you know, they've won you know, while he's been in, but this past week they had a game in England and, uh, which I always think is so weird. Yeah. So I was weird. up by like eight and I was like, there's already football on what? No. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's, it's, you know, it's, I'm happy for Kyle Allen. I'm happy that he's succeeding, but the shots that's been taken at Cam Newton throughout this whole situation is so awkward. It's, I get secondhand cringe. It's so, and I've there's always been like the narrative against Cam, like just the judgment. I feel like there's just been a large hit against him, which I, I get it. Like your fandom would come from it, but a lot of it feels weirdly non-football related. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. Okay. He annoyed me so fucking bad at that at their Super Bowl. Oh, me too. When he rolled on the ground crying. Actually, like I remember tweeting, "Oh, don't cry over spilled milk," because like rolling on the ground crying towel like he's just he's such a baby i cannot handle players that are like that i can't yeah a lot of overreaction this is the reason i don't watch soccer because i can't handle (laughs) y'all being big (laughs) ass babies well men's soccer men's soccer that's fair the women's national soccer team yes we do because they don't lose to canada oh (laughs) sorry um, but I just, I, I can't, like, he, he is such a baby. Honestly, I think his style is slapping. I love his outfits. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. The, I mean, the reason, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. It's petty ass bullshit. The, the like, hate, yeah. The hate of course for he's him is, but, yeah, no. I mean, it's, it's the in-game things that I don't enjoy yeah. about him. And, and, and no, that's fair, you know, it. like, if you can have your criticism about, like, his in-game stuff. And, and you know things game related i understand mm-hmm. i like play and play with that but like yes a lot of it is like the excuse people use to criticize them and then mm. they again move it into this area of very thinly veiled <laughs> dog whistly comments yes like, unless there's a fair. legit reason to criticize outside of the game like <clears throat> ben roethlisberger or right. like yeah. other players that have been you know like of course, like call them out if they've done some really nasty shit, domestic abuse, rape, whatever. Like I get it, but I mean, of course, I haven't. I don't know if Cam Newton's. Done, I don't think he's been no. charged with anything like that. But no, like, I've never heard any of those things. People, people just say the nastiest things about him sometimes, and I'm like, that is just unwarranted. Chill your titties, like seriously. Why yeah, are that's not okay. He's wearing a hat at a like at a at a conference. Chill out. Yeah, and if he wants to wear man capris, let him. It's fine. Yeah. It's, and it's he's yeah. I just, uh, just no reason. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I'm like I'm again. I'm happy for Kyle Allen, but just build him up. Don't. There's no need to tear Cam down. And because of right. that, I've no. really grown to like despise Kyle Allen. It's not his fault, but you know, <laughs> the game's a game with that kind I of I kind of is, it sounds like, but 
Well, speaking of controversial players, have y'all read about Michael Bennett's suspension? Oh my God. Uh, bring him home, bring him home. We'll just take him, we'll take him. Okay, he's kind of a hot mess. I'm not gonna lie. I love you, Michael sense. Bennett. Is it? But, I'll still well, take him. I just, I can't. I, I mean, can't. do we know any, what are the details? What do you like, he literally, what's the hot mess? Well, have you read anything about this? Only that anything? he was suspended for a game for conduct detrimental to the team. Yeah, so, and that's all I It's a result off. of a disagreement between Bennett and a defensive line coach, Brett okay. Bilema. I can't ever, Bielma. Oh, yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah. Bielema. Um, and Bennett said, on Friday, I had a philosophical disagreement with my position coach that has led to my suspension. I apologize to my teammates for any distraction this may have caused. FYI, this is on ESPN.com. Like, these are all comments that yeah, yeah. Bennett this gave is... ESPN. Okay. And its suspension was listed on the NFL's transaction wire. So, um, basically, like, people came into the locker room and his stuff was everywhere. There was a game book. Like, it from – and then some other reports are saying that basically Michael Bennett got up in his coach's face telling him not to – like, basically tell him not to tell him how to play the game. And so it was an aggressive disagreement where it didn't need to be. Okay. All right. But, and I just think it's very interesting. It is interesting. Because, and it's. But he really hasn't been playing mm -mm. as much as I expected him to. No. Mm -hmm. he, he's it's just been dwindling, 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 dwindling. Which is limited uh... snaps, but they're effective snaps. Like yeah, uh, Griff, oh, for sure. Mike spin move. He he shout out. He he tracks that kind of stuff. And uh, you know, th there are less and less snaps, but the snaps he does get, he's absolutely dominating them. Right, yep. and I don't think that's a bad thing. I just think it's interesting. Like he seems to always have a clash with somebody, no matter what team he's on. And it's interesting to see what kind of culture that ends up creating. I mean, like we know about the Michael Bennett stuff when he's reading a book in the locker room when he lived when he played for the Seahawks, which right. honestly, like, I, I'm not gonna lie. I've sat on my phone during work meetings that I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> but yeah. Um, oh, good times. But yeah, it's just interesting to me to see these players aren't getting suspended over just either ridiculous things or like something else is going on. Right, because it was stunning when he signed with the Patriots. Like in terms of yeah. you, you know, you think about philosophical differences. That's just inherent that you're going to have a philosophical difference with an owner, a coach, and a yeah. quarterback who all openly have political beliefs that are very yeah. opposite your own. Yeah, and and I know that these athletes that are professionals work in these environments and can usually. Oh yeah, we all have to. I get we that. All have like to, of course. Yeah. But for but he's also but Michael Bennett is so outspoken. I mean, you write yeah. a book, you you know, you write a book with the title of things that to make white people uncomfortable, and then you mm -hmm. go work with three of the whitest people in the NFL. I mean, you do what you got to so, do to get your coins sometime, yeah. but like, yeah, I'm interested him. to yeah. see how this Where's turns out like how are the patriots gonna do next like what's gonna are we gonna are they gonna miss him mm -hmm. are they not like well they're playing the jets they're not gonna miss him oh they're not gonna miss oh, him but yeah. i'm interested to see what the dynamic difference is yeah and if they you know sometimes when when snap counts start going down um it's because especially in the two or three weeks leading up to a trade deadline it's because they're saving a guy um yep. to mm -hmm. see what they can get from him so yeah what if 
they are using him as, as some form of trade. I say, dun, dun, dun. that's why I say bring him home, but I am not. I don't think they will. I 100% guarantee they will not. They won't. 100% will not. Christmas could come early. I well, suppose. We, we do have but, a Marcus Christmas coming off IR. Oh my God. Oh that was my, amazing. I was like waiting. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh. Uh, that was one of the best days ever when we drafted a guy named Christmas, though. That's, that's pretty fantastic. That's I mean, there. honestly, yes, I love Christmas. Same. Which, you know, listeners, tune in because we're going to have some hell of Christmas episodes. Oh, next I'm going to get like so drunk on awesome. spiked eggnog for one episode. I just have already decided that. <laughs> On a Tuesday night. <laughs> We're doing a Spike Eggnog episode, so be Love ready it. for that one. So Love that we should, yeah, yeah. Former Seattle uh, personalities. This uh, week, we all know who's coming uh, home. Our good old friend mm. Sean Clements. Yeah. Sean and, and, Clement. and, and Earl Thomas. And that, that, that uh, you are so obnoxious. We are like all in our feelings. Yeah. And, <gasps> shush. Oh, my dogs are barking back. Oh, puppers. Oh, they, they, they heard that Earl Thomas is coming back. Yeah. Do you guys realize excited. that we are playing all of the other bird teams this year? It's great. Oh, my God. That's amazing. I Every mean, like, other bird team we're playing this year. It's amazing. Yeah. What are, like, you know how we're called, like, the sea chickens? And there's, like, right. instead of the bangles, the bungholes. Like, I, like <laughs> I've never really... <laughs> That's a good one. I'm sorry. My friend taught me that one. I think it's no, so I like funny. That. I like that word. I like that word. Shout know. out to wineries where the where I learned what a bunghole really was on a winery tour. It's that oh. little hole. It's that little hole in the cask where they oh. open it, where they tap the, the barrel. I mean, TBH, the, I was like, yeah. what kind of winery tour were you on? It's the, it's the Beavis yeah, and Butthead winery. <laughs> Yeah, so us old people, we go on very interesting winery tours. <laughs> no shame. I went on a winery tour. Oh, I love them. Absolutely. I love winery tours. I love wine. I'm going to need wine while I watch Earl roam around the backfield in a oh, Ravens boy. uniform. Oh, I love him. His wife tweeted. I know. Um, when they were coming home. I actually used to be his wife's personal shopper, y'all. What? Oh, yeah. I knew she was pregnant before anybody else says. I really hope she doesn't find out about this. The nicest lady. I worked in Nordstrom doing, like, lingerie that stuff. Awesome. What a generational so her. Yeah. yeah, so I fitted her. I also sold something to Ciara once. Literally almost cried. But I was, te- I was like, 19. I was texting Evan. I was like, oh, my God, Evan. Oh, my God. I know where he lives, but I'm not going to say it. I don't remember anything now. Um, but like, I knew how many points he had in his Nordstrom card. She was the nicest person. She told me she was pregnant. I was like, well, that's exciting. She had like this fancy Gucci bag. And I was like, oh, I love your bag. She's like, it was a Christmas gift for my husband. I'm like, that's great. But she came back to me a few times. Like, this is her. awesome. She was the nicest person ever. And I like the whole time I'm like, act normal and she'll come back to you. Act normal and she'll come back to you. <laughs> like, and she that's did. Impressive. Oh my god! Oh, nicest gal ever, though. She was so nice. You know That's what amazing. else is nice? Lamar Jackson. He is good. He's good. I I don't know that our front seven is designed to contain him because he's good. Oh no! And I've already admitted to myself that Lamar Jackson is going to just run all over us. Yeah, I mean, I think he's gonna he's gonna run and throw, um, and it's gonna be a struggle. I know we're probably not quite ready for predictions yet, but it's it's going to be a struggle. No. No. Their defense, I don't think their defense is good. No, their defense has been 
disappointing this year with all the amount of money that I think they have, according to field goals, either the first or second highest amount of money invested in their secondary. That was before they traded for uh, Marcus for, Peters. Uh, Marcus Peters, yeah. Got it. So it's, uh, but they're also not, I mean, they're not as good as they should be. No, they, they have, like, yeah. they had a game, they, the, the Raiders were against the Dolphins, uh, the Bengals, and another team, I, some low end team, but like, no. Yeah, because like, they're three and two, right? Or three and three? I can look that up right now. Somebody, any, anyone want to praise of Lamar Jackson while, while we do this? Any thoughts on what Lamar? A, Lamar Jackson's what, a quarterback. He was never a wide receiver. Uh, no, never. Yeah, no. Forever, for even saying that. Oh, I'm wrong. They're four and two. So oh, they're, they're, they're even a little better than I was expecting. I was expecting. just going to say. So it'll be, uh, yeah, it's going to be closer than we want it to be because it's us. My God. AFC North is so bad. I'm they just like looking. It's so bad. It is a mess. Do they have, like, who do they have Ravens What in terms of? running backs they don't really have a good they have back, mark they? ingram i know that okay all right so I a few years past they, his right they traded for no they drafted a rookie running back okay you no know, not not in the first round good call uh da, da, da. don't they have that super quick receiver rookie receiver hollywood brown right yeah he was inactive against the Bengals this week i think i'm not, i haven't seen any reports quite yet about this week okay so was he hurt I think I think he was dealing with an injury. Uh, okay. So oh, they drafted Justice Hill. He's been, you know, I got nothing on that name. Good. He's yeah, okay. he's just a, a you know, he's a running back. Um, they, they don't matter. matter. They don't matter. Yeah. Running Jinx. backs don't matter. Um, you know, but their defense hasn't been that that that. They have some invested. And they lost a lot of talent this past off season, but many thought they were going to be able to pick up the slack. But they're still four and two, four and two, four and two. So yeah. Um, I'm. Hollywood Brown, I'll you know Shaquille Flowers. He's been having a great, a great year. So hopefully, I'm not sure if he's going to be the matchup on him. Maybe they give Ugo some run this time Did around. Did you literally just say Shaquille Flowers? I said Shaquille Flowers, didn't I? I think so. I said Shaquille Flowers. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For a second, I was like, wait, I don't know who that. Wait, I'm, I'm like checking on my phone. And I was like, wait, who is that? I let you keep oh. going because I honestly thought it was a guy on the Ravens that I just didn't know. And then when you talked about him matching up on Hollywood Brown, I was like, wait, we have a guy named Shaquille and yes. Flowers. <laughs> yes. so, we have okay. taken All right. breaking news. We have Got taken three flowers. News. Yeah. You're fired. Uh, fired. And... <laughs> fired. <laughs> look, finally, look, I, I, I was wondering how long it would take, three episodes in. Somebody bet. It's okay. I, I, I made the bet. No, so, yeah, so either Shaquille Griffin or Trey Flowers might be on him. I'm there, sure we there, there we go. There we go. to pause to make sure you have that right. That was awesome. That was that was incredible. I. It's uh, gonna have to be somebody. I mean, Shaq Griffin has made quite the turnaround. So he, he has. He, He's had he a great, great season so far. I am like so pleased. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, it's he, it's very impressive. Yeah, the, the biggest thing is gonna be Lamar, Chain, either slowing him down or or doing something to that effect. And yeah, honestly, just letting Will. It's, I feel like looking back at some of our predictions, just I, I don't remember the scores, but a lot we've. At least myself, I predict a lot of low-scoring games that were close. But I feel like going forward, we're seeing what we have on. Uh, we have a very good offense per DVOA and a really middling defense. So, I, all my predictions now are just going to be like 
high-scoring games are close because of yeah. either defensive miscues or just some coaching miscues. Yeah. Um, not necessarily we're going to predict right away, but I feel like it's going to be a I feel like it's going to be a high-scoring game, which this uh, week should be, be fun. I think we're gonna. I, I think we're just gonna be. I think we're gonna kind of be mid-scoring, honestly. Like I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little like torn. Twenties, high twenties, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but we should. It should be a. It should yeah. be a good game. Um, the Ravens are, and you know, hopefully, hopefully we win. Because we we oh, up the gotta keep stacking up them victories. Yeah. It's a, yeah, we need them. Tight tight race. So, uh, speaking of prediction, let's sort of backtrack a little bit for, to our prediction from this past week before we make this week's predictions. So the mm-hmm. final score of the game was thirty-two to twenty-eight. Yep. We met, and we all predicted the Seahawks victory, so we're all good there. Okay, we're all good there. Whew, bless. I think mine was bad. Matt predicted a twenty-seven seventeen game. Oh, boo. Uh, Alex, you predicted a 28-10 to 10 victory over the Browns. Oh, yeah. Wow, I was very wrong. And then I went 20-14. Uh, to 14. So we were all we were all we really were, We all thought off. the Browns were way worse, slash we were way better and could hold them back. Ugh. Yeah, it'd be nice to get a win where it's more than one I, possession. I would like just a comfortable, boring win. Wouldn't that be Genuinely, nice? I would just that. like a comfortable boring win i don't think we've had i don't that care if that makes year. for shitty football i oh. just want to watch a comfortable boring game yeah where honestly. we go and score on the first drive and then get the ball back quickly and it's never in doubt it's like no yep like, like it honestly was, cardinals kind of started out sort of that way and right. then it did not end up that way. We were at the stadium, and I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that first half, it was, like, even when, when Clowney picked that off and ran it back, it was, like, yes. you know, 7-3, to three and then it was 10. Yeah. No, yeah. comfort. Comfort, I would please. just like a comfortable, boring game. Are you going to predict that, then? Well, let's give oh, us no, not against the Ravens. <laughs> Hell not no. Week. Not this no. week? All right. No. Give us your give us Yeah, your what do you think? Oh, I'm going to go oh, shit. Let that's me think. Prediction. Let's do yeah, that's it. 32 I'm going to do 3228. I just I'm going to go with last wow. week. You know wow. what they, Maybe we'll have a repeat. What if they do that? I wonder how often that's happened. So such a random score though. Probably. 32. Yeah. Matt? Yeah. I don't know. Um I mean I I don't feel ready to predict Neither a do loss. I. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to ever predict a loss. Are you going to predict a loss? Oh my God. Not, not tonight. <gasps> I, I'm not, I'm not, I, I'm, I'm torn. I'm very torn because I think it's possible, but the, the really Homer part of me can't let me do that. I have to have the positive thinking. There we so go. I, I think, I think we get into the thirties because I think Unless it rains, because it's supposed to rain up here. I'm really sorry to talk about that, but that is kind oh, of Russ's. That. That's Russ's tiny bit of kryptonite, um, and it's the perfect rain where it's like in the 50s. It's kind of decent, but anyway. Um, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go very similar, but I think we hold them defensively. So I'm gonna say 30 to 24, Seattle. Oh. Oh. I really wanted to get a 29 in there, but that's such a hard score to get. It is. So I'm thinking of how they would go about it. Yeah. 
I'm thinking. Well, I want to change mine to 35, 28. Okay, then. Nice. nice. I just that, was thinking, and I just decided to get that. I like it. I like it. Meyer okay. Nice. Okay. I'm All right. Go. I'm going to say 28 to 24. Ooh, yeah. It's. You know, I like that. That's not, nothing that's comfortable. Not nothing comfortable. Because why would no. we get that? We're Seahawks fans. Oh, no. no. We don't. No. We don't. We don't. We don't get to sit back by the end of the half. Be like, this one's wrapped up. <sighs> not since that little... London game last year. Like the oh, only game. That was a good London game. Jesus. Yeah. Frank Frank Clark destroyed Colton Miller. Or... Yes, he did. Oh, I miss Frank Clark. Chiefs fans are not happy with Frank Frank Clark. They are not. And I liked him. I liked him as a player. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotta say that <laughs> yeah. with a lot of these. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry guys. Sorry, no, sorry, uh no. people out there that are listening and are upset with anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and and to wrap things up, speaking of Seahawks players with very questionable personal lives, Jerron Reed's coming back this week. Yeah, which is a good yeah segue from Frank because I don't know how I feel about that either. It's they're both very. Yep. Our our sports worlds are very not ethical. Yeah. It just doesn't feel. I good. mean, the world in general is not very yeah. ethical. Yeah. Uh, gotta be able to enjoy it, but at the same time, be aware of the you know. Yeah, I think yeah, <sighs> yeah. I just, it's, it's I'm so mixed on that. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll save those for the for another for your intense take me to school sessions. All right. There, there, that's what it is. So any any closing comments on anything? Oh, very quickly, congratulations to Kristen Michael for being drafted. Oh yes. The XFL oh draft. yeah. That's <laughs> right. One pick, Remember? one pick away from us. We almost got it. Good in. God. But we did get Case and Williams back. We did get Case and Williams back. True. Yeah. Ooh. So hey, I got nothing on the XFL yet. It's. It, I'll watch. I'll watch it. Maybe. No, I don't know. I don't know. I. I might. Honestly, I'm already like freaked out by how intensely violent the NFL is. I think yeah. I'll be scarred by the XFL. That's fair. Um. I need them to wear a bubble wrap. Stresses me out. <laughs> Take care of your bodies, people. But for the XFL, I'm rooting for Kristen Michael, obviously. And then I'm going to be rooting for Luis Perez because, you know, fan of quarterbacks. Yep. And far in between. Got to support Solid. them when they're out there. Uh, so, so good luck to those two gentlemen in their uh, respective journeys. So, uh, Excellent. All right. Are we looking yep. for anything else besides Hawks for next week? I don't really – there were not really any good matchups that I was super no, interested in. No, I'm not very in. interested. No. Dan, Dan Quinn's going to get fired, but, you know, besides that, you know, what, what can you do? I think it'll there. be kind of a meh week, in my yeah. opinion. It, yeah, it doesn't feel like a lot of good matchups. It feels no. like outside of our, our game with Earl coming back, I think I don't know that I'll even watch any of the other games. I'll watch we'll it with Evan, but probably, like, play my Zelda game throughout the whole thing. Oh, 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 Crap, I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. I literally cannot stop playing it. I brought it to work today. And when I had my lunch, I was just in hiding in our back assembly room for like five minutes. And then I had to go back up front to play Zelda. I played it the whole way we went. When we drove to California, the whole way we drove home. I played it every night. 
I love Zelda. It's so beautiful. Holy shit. That's and awesome. the music is beautiful. Oh my God. Oh my God. I That's can't. amazing. You might have to give us a, a full on review. Sometime. Oh, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. I just need to get further where I'm not frustrated because yeah. I got really pissed. I got killed by something today. And so I had to stop playing because I got mm. so mad. Yeah. You need that break. Got to set it yep. aside. Yeah. Build the talk. All right, guys. So are we there? Well, I think we're here. Are we, are we there yet, Dad? Episode are we there, <laughs> there yet, Dad? Episode and three in the episode books. of Awkward Endings. Thank you for coming. Although we do have a tiny bit of news that after this episode, you can now oh, find yeah. us on Apple yes. uh, Apple Podcasts. So yes. you, can, yes. you can search Generational Talents in the Apple Podcast Store. Yes. Hallelujah. On Apple Podcasts. We are on so Spotify. So CJ, you don't have to leave. Exactly. That's right. That's right. That's oh, yeah. right. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Yay! Pretty, we're big kids so, now. We're big kids now, Ooh. folks. We made it to the big leagues. Here we are. Wow. So, wow. of course, so watch Shit's Creek. Yep. Watch Shit's Creek. Watch uh, Can't Buy Me Love. Can't I'll, be, love. Watching that. I'll yeah. be watching that. Uh, read up on your geopolitical uh, events throughout Blimey. the world because they're important. Root for the Seahawks. And that's about it. That's a good set of homework assignments that are all very doable and fun. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, that was like the most like English teacher dad response I've ever heard. I, on brand. I can't not be myself. I can't. Oh. <laughs> uh, that. Oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> that look. Well, that look. sweet dreams. Yep, that might good be Good morning. It. Bienvenued to whoever's listening. I don't know when you're listening. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Peace yep, out, for Girl listening. Scouts. Thank you for listening, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>